can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. Nah, I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. I can't help it. I ball like a Celtic. All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPlacito. We are following a heartbreaking loss to the Philadelphia 76ers, 117-109, in a game where we really we had the entire game. We were winning, uh, and then fourth quarter, we gave it up. I uh, want to start today's podcast off as usual uh, player of the game. Today we'll go through the the good and the bad. Uh, and I also want to talk about why we can compete with the rest of the Eastern Conference and the rest of the NBA for that matter. Uh, but to start, I do want to do want to give player of the game to Daniel Tice. And yes, uh, he had a tough night defensively against Embiid, but so did everybody. So has everybody. Embiid is, you know, having an MVP type year. You know, it's it's not. He's just not an easy guy to compete against. Uh, but Daniel Tice did absolutely everything you could have asked for today on the offensive end. End of the night, twenty three points, uh, eleven rebounds, a steal, and he shot ten of twelve from the field, one of one from three. So overall, you know. He was the guy that, chemistry-wise with Kemba to start, was unbelievable. Uh, his first three baskets, he had, it was, they were all, all off of Kemba Walker drives. Uh, two of them resulted in dunks. One of them resulted in a three-point, a wide-open three-point shot. But all around, you saw a lot of pick-and-rolls with him, and you saw him just putting himself in the right position. It happened a couple times where Smart drove to the lane, dumped it off to, to Tice. And, you know, the entire night he was just ultra efficient. Uh, he ended the night plus four overall, uh, third highest on the team. So, I mean, overall, the, the guy just, he went out and, and gave you everything he could do. Uh, really solid night from Tice. And I feel like he's he's that guy that's been getting a lot of, a lot of a trash talk all year long, and I've continued to say it. I've been on, been tweeting it. I've been saying it on this podcast. But when you put Daniel Tice back in that five position, he plays a significantly different, better game. You see him playing in the pick and roll a lot more. You see him driving down to the hoop. He's a guy that runs the floor. So today, overall. Really solid game from Tice. I, I mean, honestly, towards the end of the game, I thought he was going to be the reason that we, the reason that we pulled this win off. Uh, you saw him pull the chair on Embiid and cause a turnover. Ran the floor, got the alley oop. Comes back, very next possession, blocked him. So he was doing everything, even at the end defensively. You know, he was doing what he could to stop him. I mean, Embiid just realistically killed us. 17 of 21 from the free throw line for Embiid. I mean, he shot more free throws than the Celtics as a team. And we'll talk about that in the back half of today's podcast. But, you know, overall, there are a lot of good things to take from today's game. Tice's play was a huge portion of that. But if you look at the Celtics team today, we had three players with 20 points, uh, 20 plus points. 
Uh, Tice, 23. Brown, 26. Marcus Smart, 25. And then Kemba was flirting with it. He had 19. So, you know, the next biggest highlight for me today and why I'm so hopeful moving into the rest of the season here in a game where we lost to Philly, barely, without our arguably most talented scorer in Jason Tatum. And, you know, it really comes down to Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker tonight looked like first half of last year, all-star candidate Kemba Walker. Uh, He came in, looked explosive early. Uh, he came in and was just doing everything. He was aggressive. I already mentioned the two dri- like drives that he ended up dishing the ball down to Tice, uh, then another drive that led to the Tice three. But all game, you know, he was he basically owned the second quarter. Uh, he had 17 first half points on five of eight shooting, five of six from three. So you know, overall, it's a it's a promising game if you're a Celtics fan. For Kemba, uh, I mean, granted, he played twelve of his twelve of his minutes early in the first half, uh, so didn't really play much in the third. I think he got in with like a minute left and played a, a good chunk of the fourth. But you know, overall, we're we're still keeping him on that minutes restriction, which again is going to limit the team. You know, tonight we played without Tatum and we played with a a Kemba that's playing 10, 12 minutes less than he normally would. Uh, So it's another big positive there. Jalen Brown was, was the other guy today. And if you look at this game, really you, you break it down into, into quarters. Jalen Brown pretty much owned the first quarter. Kemba owned the second. Marcus Smart owned the third. And, you know, really, Jalen Brown kicked it up a notch at the end of the third as well. Uh, he ended with the end of the game with a team high 26 points, uh, five rebounds, three assists, and was the other guy that just kept doing his thing. Uh, so, I mean, for me, it's it would have been nice for other people to step up. I mean, the one area that he kind of lacked was the free throw line today and three, he was three of 10. So not as consistent as we're used to seeing as far as percentages go. I mean, he's been a lights out shooter all year long and there's really only, there's really only so many games you can continue on a stretch like that. Uh, But he's still playing at a, at a very, very high all-star caliber level. Uh, So it's, it's huge. It was, a, it was another solid game from JB. And the other guy that really rounded out the team today was Marcus Smart. Uh, he ended the night with 25 points. And in spurts, he was the best player on the court. Not even just on the Celtics, but on the court. Uh, he looked phenomenal for a good portion of tonight. And it's funny because the, when the game first started, my very first note for Marcus Smart is he was shooting way too much. He needs to attack more. He needs to get to the line, get more assists. And he flipped a switch. He started driving. He took less threes uh, and started doing what he needed to do. Uh, he ended the night 25 points, 10 of 19 shooting. So still a lot more, a lot more shots than I would like 
for him to be taking. But, I mean, overall, it was a fairly efficient game, shooting over 50%. And he ended he ended the night with four assists as well. So, you know, for for me, you see a lot of positives throughout the game. And it's good looking into the future. You know, realistically, you're going to need one guy to really go in and and make those clutch shots at the end. And you're going to need a guy to step up on defense and you're going to need a team collectively to really limit some of the offensive miscues. Uh, tonight we played pretty well overall. You know, we're just missing that one guy and that one guy's name is Jason Tatum. So, you know, overall solid game. Um, you know, the one other guy that I really wanted to highlight, and he's not a he's not a guy that jumps out on the stat sheet. Because realistically, other than those four players that we've talked about, nobody really stepped up on the stat sheet. But the other guy that I want to talk about is Javante Green. And I've talked about this over and over uh, throughout this season. And, and just last episode, uh, I talked about him really deserving more minutes on this team. And tonight was another great example of that. Uh, he ended the night, again, not a, not a ton of stats, uh, but he had a couple of huge, huge plays. He had a couple of offensive rebounds, uh, great steal at the end of the second that resulted in a Javante Green jump out of the gym dunk. Uh, and he just he kept making all of those effort plays. Uh, and it showed. He ended the night with a with a plus five overall. So you know he's he's another guy that consistently will go out and not really light up the stat sheet, but does what the team needs it to do, needs him to do. Ended with six rebounds, so he did well in that regard. Uh, but you know it's we need more players that will step up and up the intensity. You know, we talked about Robert Williams, and he was listed as available tonight. Uh, it was a DNP, didn't didn't touch the floor, and I was kind of kind of surprised. Uh, you know, in a place where the Celtics were really struggling to channel and bead anyway, why not give someone else a shot? Uh, so I guess it is it is what it is. I mean, he didn't he didn't get the play and if that's Brad's fault, that's Brad's fault, but overall we had a couple of other guys step up. Javante was one of them. I think Shemi was another one uh that that played pretty well on the defensive end as well. Uh took a couple charges against Simmons. It was either two or three against Simmons and you know, defensively was switching on a lot and he ended up there was a point where Kemba was stuck on, I want to say it was Embiid, and ended up switching and changed the entire play. He ended up getting a, a, a I, I think that was the situation where he took a charge on Simmons. So, I mean, overall, he's continuing to play his game. Uh, you didn't see him shoot really at all. I mean, he played 22 minutes, took one shot. So, I mean, that for me, you know, isn't, isn't great. Tonight was a night where we really relied on four guys. 
And that was about it. <laughs> yeah, outside of those guys, I mean, we've got two shots for Thompson, three for Williams, one for Shemi, seven for Teague, three Pritchard, four for Green. So realistically, almost all of our shots came from our four stars of the game. And that's it. I mean, overall, we shot pretty well. You know, 46% from the field, 36 from three, so that could have been better. Uh, but the area that killed us, and we'll talk about it in the next segment, is free throws. Uh, and that is probably the, the biggest concern. And I think a lot of that kind of goes back to the fact that you're, you've got Embiid down low that a lot of people are trying to avoid, and I don't, I don't blame them on that end. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's another game where you're missing Tatum and the guy that will try to drive. So, you know, overall, good game for the Celtics. You know, yes, we lost. Yes, we're not in first place anymore. Uh, but you can, you can walk away from this game with your held, held high and looking into a, a pretty good game Friday against Philly again. And hopefully that's a game where we get to see Jason Tatum return. So, you know, fingers crossed we'll have a, another solid game Friday. Hopefully we can limit some of the mistakes here. But, you know, I do want to take a break and go and switch into the back half of today's podcast, talk about some of the negatives of today and really areas of opportunity. Before we do so, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. All right, guys, time for a new favorite sponsor alert, Venture Greens Nutrition. Venture Greens Nutrition is changing the nutrition game forever. They offer one-on-one coaching where they build macro-based diets to get you moving in the right direction. As great as the coaching is, what I love most about Venture Green Nutrition is their line of CBD products. They have tinctures, salves, beard care, and gear, and the best part is... All Venture Greens Nutrition's products are formulated and manufactured in their own facilities in the United States. Check them out at VentureGreensNutrition.com. Use code CelticsTake15, that's CelticsTake15, for 15% off. You won't regret it. All right, Celtics fans, we're back for the back half of today's podcast. Want to talk about some of the negatives uh, in a game where we lost 117-109 to the Philadelphia 76ers, uh, you know, the biggest negative, and I'm going to continue to to talk about this, and it's been a, you know, pretty consistent area of opportunity for the Celtics, uh, but it's free throws. And it's something that killed us yet again today. Uh, we ended 13 of 20. And... The big issue was that we took almost zero in the second half. We ended three of five from free throws in the second half. And I don't think any of them were in the fourth quarter. So zero free throws in the fourth quarter. And we shot 65%. So not only are we not getting to the line enough, but when we are getting to the line, we're not hitting them. And that's a big issue. If you look at this, the 76ers tonight, let me, I'll just start with Joel Embiid. He shot 17 of 21. So he took one more free throw than our entire team did 
and made four more. So, you know, overall, they got to the line 45 times. More than double what the Celtics did. So even take Embiid out of the mix, and Philly still got to the line more than us. So 36 to 45, 80% from the free throw line, and, and that's your difference. I mean, that's your game right there. You know, Embiid, Embiid torched us. You know, I, I said it early in the game where, you know, Kemba was coming off a screen and got fouled shooting a three, and somehow they didn't call it. It was not called a, a shooting foul. He did not get the three free throws, and I, I said to myself, that's going to cost us the game. And, you know, you see the score tonight, 117-109, Obviously, we didn't lose by three. But when you're, you know, we were down six with, realistically, we were down four with, what was it, 40 seconds left? And then that, you know, BS foul call on Tice against Tobias Harris put him up six. But we were, it would have been a one-point game with 40 seconds left. And that's a completely different ball game. It's somewhere where we don't need to foul we don't need to take a three. We can play our game. And you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the the refs screwed us out of the game because it's never one thing, but it certainly didn't help. Uh you know, you saw you saw Brown get in foul trouble early, uh kind of limited the amount of minutes that he did play uh in the second, more so third quarter. Um but really, I mean, the, the biggest downfall for today was Embiid. We still don't have a guy that can defend him well. You know, Tristan Thompson did his best. Tri- uh, Daniel Tice did his best. Those guys just aren't, I mean, Embiid is an anomaly. Like, it's him and Joker and Anthony Davis. Like, those are the three best big men in the league, and the Celtics are going to struggle. You know, against them, I think Embiid more so than the other two because Embiid's just—he's just a bigger human being. Guy's a brick shit house, but you know, overall, it's—it's—it's it's, it's a tough game because it was within our reach, and not even just within our reach. Like we were winning the majority of that game. Like we had a lead with like five minutes left in the fourth, and it just kind of fell apart from there. So. I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough to watch. Um, overall, you know, I do want to talk about some of the areas that, you know, I think the Celtics have proved that they can excel in and why I'm confident that realistically the Celtics can still be a 1-2-3 seed in the Eastern Conference and, and still make it to the finals. Um, and a big part of that, you know, is the big three. You know, last last podcast I talked about Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker playing together, and it didn't really mesh as well. Uh, you know, the first five minutes, Jalen Brown didn't score. It was pretty much all Kemba Walker, and he was Jalen Brown was extremely timid, didn't shoot a lot. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day. After today's game, we saw that change. Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker played really well together. And it's going to be different when J- 
Jason Tatum comes in as well. But, I mean, we've got three legitimate scoring threats. And we need it. <laughs> we need it. Tonight's a, tonight's a game where you really, really see how much Jason Tatum can help the game. And it comes down to free throws. It comes down to just having someone else that's there that can score. Put the ball on the floor. Put the ball in the hoop. Um, you know, so overall, I think we can compete against almost anybody in this league. I think if you look at the way that we match up against Philly, yes, we're going to get outbodied by Embiid. But overall, if you're adding in Jason Tatum to the mix, you're also adding in another legit defender that can go in, cover Tobias Harris, and you're not forcing a guy like Grant Williams, who, let's face it, has not really done much. Definitely didn't do much today. Uh, and you're, you're putting someone else on the floor that's going to stretch the floor. You're going to force the 76ers to collapse on, you know, People driving to the hoop. You know, JB has proven it. Jason Tatum's proven it. They can get to the hoop when they want. JB did it tonight. Honestly, Kemba did it tonight. You know, my the biggest area that I'm happy about in these the last two games, even though they've resulted in pretty tough losses, Kemba Walker has looked incredible. And yes, he had a bad shooting night the other night, but I'm not even talking about stat-wise. I'm talking about looking at his physical game. And you see the explosiveness, and you see him just continue to, to get to spots on the floor. And that's something that we didn't see in the bubble. Guys, like I don't know if you remember this or not, but like last year, Kemba Walker was... Averaging like 26 points. He was an all-star in the first half of the season. And, you know, unfortunately, the the knee took him out of the mix for a good portion of, you know, that season. And it took us took him out of the first month of this year. But right now, I mean, this is promising. We've got we've got him back and he looks healthy. You know, Brad Stevens talked about it after last game and after yesterday's practice uh, that he feels no pain. And this is the first time he's felt no pain in a very long time. And if we can get Kemba back to even 80% of what he was last year, this Celtics team is going to be dangerous. And this Celtics team can't compete against anybody. I know everybody is talking about Brooklyn and you know I I don't like talking about Brooklyn all the time here but you know when you match up against Brooklyn Bro- they're going to have a hard time guarding Kemba too. Like I have a feeling that that will be a game where we go small and it'll be Kemba, it'll be Marcus, Brown, Tatum and probably Thompson. Maybe even Tice at this point, depending on if they start Jordan. But it's a game where, you know, the Celtics do match up pretty well. And Kemba's going to give you another legitimate scoring threat. So, you know, for me, yes, we lost tonight. Yes, there are still some glaring issues that this team has continued to show. 
And you know, I, I talked about I talked about the free throws. The other the other big issue is turnovers. And this has again been another thing. Sixteen turnovers. You know, yeah, we have a, we have an extremely talented team, and we have the ability to compete with pretty much everyone out there. But that turnover count needs to needs to get limited. Like we need to keep that around twelve, preferably lower. But I mean, twelve is a. I don't think it's that big of an ask. Like we just had, there were a lot of stupid plays. You know, and I, I do praise Javante Green a lot for his effort. Uh, but, you know, it, he's a guy that still has his spurts of bad plays. You saw him with a couple turnovers tonight, I believe. I know he had at least one towards the end of the game. Uh, yeah, he had one at the end of the game. So it's just another it's another area of opportunity. Um you know, speaking of the almighty Brooklyn Nets, they actually did just lose, so the standings got shaken up a little bit more right there as well. Uh, but you know, that's that's what we got. That's that's pretty much where this podcast ends as far as today's game goes. I think the Celtics have a lot that they should be taking from this game in a positive way. Uh, there are still some areas of improvement, though, and there will be. You know, up until up until a finals victory, but you know, I'm looking forward to Friday's game against Philly. Hopefully we got a, a nice revenge win there. Uh, and hopefully we get Tatum back, but that's what we got for you here. Uh, if this is your first time joining the podcast, listening through, I appreciate you. Make sure to follow, uh, subscribe, rate, review, whatever you can. Uh, follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy and make sure to tune back in on Friday for the revenge game against Philadelphia. I'll talk to you soon. Celtics fans. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. Nah. I can't help it. Nah. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic. I can't help it. I'm all like a Celtic.